Hello. Welcome to Salem the Podcast. We are your hosts and favorite Salem tour guides. My name is Jeffrey Lilly. And I'm Sarah Black. And today we are coming to you live from Red's Sandwich Shop. Well, not actually live, but we are here inside <laughs> Red's Sandwich Shop. We are live in Red's Sandwich Shop. You are listening to this in the future. Surrounded by coffee and a bustling breakfast scene, customers. Lightly bustling. Lightly bustling. A beautiful Monday morning. It's not like an October bustling. Oh, no, it's not. And today we are joined by one of the owners of Red Sandwich Shop. Please welcome Kelly Omen. Hi, Salem. So thank you so much for joining us, Kelly. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the podcast. It's our pleasure. And Sarah's utter excitement. <laughs> Extremely. Well, we, we love that Sarah comes here. She's a great like every day. Patron. Like every other day. Okay, sorry, sorry. Only eight days a week. My bad. <laughs> No, it's just such a homey place. Yeah. And in my defense, Kelly's here more than I am, so. I am. That I am guilty as charged. That, that was, if you were here more than one of the owners, I think you'd have a serious problem instead of like a casual problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's okay. We have no bad stories to tell, so. That, well, we're done here. That's it. I was looking, I was looking for something good. We can go I home now. That's what we're looking for. <laughs> so do you think you could tell us a little bit about your relationship with Reds? Um, what it feels like to now be an official owner, because it didn't start out that way. No, it did not. I worked for Reds for about close to 10 years. I started, I moved here from, moved back to Salem from D.C. in 2013 and just worked here on the weekends as a hostess, just just something to do. I just had a child and wanted to kind of get my feet wet back in business and then Slowly over time, they kept reeling me in more and more. And then I took over the managerial part in 2017. And then we bought it in September. Well, September 15th. We bought it from... Like like six months ago. Yeah. Right before October. Yes. That's scary. Just about six months. It was, but it wasn't my first October. Right. So for me, it was scary for that part, but it also... I knew what we were doing. And then I also broke my ankle <laughs> the day that we bought it. So I ended up on a chair for all of September. So it was a very long, silly story, but I have a great staff. So I had wonderful help and they were amazing and we got through it. It's a good thing you didn't take that as like a bad omen. No. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Now, is it, and I, I don't know, so just, is it, is it this one or is it the whole? It's just this one. Okay. So the original. Which okay. I love all the other ones too, but this feels like home to me okay. and always has because it's just the one that I always knew. And so for me, this feels like Reds. I mean, it kind of is. No, 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 no shade. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely not. I mean, the other ones are great in their own right, but when you've grown up with this, yeah. this is what Reds feels like to you. So grew up with that? You're yes. I'm from, I was born in Salem. Yep. So did you come here as a child? Oh, yes. So it's very full circle and one of the most amazing things about owning it now um, I moved from Salem in fifth grade we moved to Nevada but every year my grandparents lived here so we'd always come back and this was always what we did as kids we'd come here for pancakes and you know, I can remember seeing you know just being in reds all the time so to own it is just it's kind of mind-blowing at it's times it's like a dream it is yeah 
Wow. And it was the first place when I moved back um, in 2013 to, I thought of, to come mm-hmm. to apply for a job. Because I wanted something during the day. I wanted, didn't want to be at nighttime anymore. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Totally full circle. Very. Which I think gives me a good perspective in that when people come here... And maybe they moved away from the area and they say, oh, we used to come here as kids and now I'm bringing my kids. I fully You're like, oh, me too. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, I I definitely love that aspect of it. How long has Red's been around? Since 1945. 1945. We're now the the oldest restaurant in Salem, like freestanding. The oldest restaurant in Salem, freestanding. So, like the Hawthorne, I think is a little uh, bit okay. older, like there, but freestanding one. When Bertini's closed, we got you that took the crown. We took the crown. I, I guess. <laughs> but yes, the building, as you just pointed out, much older than. Oh, much older, yeah, yeah. and I think Reds has been in three or four different places before this. Oh, so, so it, it was not... No, actually, at one point, it was right across the street. You know where the parking lot is over there? Yeah, yeah. Um, It was right over there. I actually have a picture from when it was over there, and it's been in a couple different places. So how long has it been in this building? Um, I don't remember the exact time, but my mom uh, worked at the courthouse. When the courthouse and the jail was next door, she actually worked there, and she used to come in here for breakfast in the morning. So that was... At least a year or two. Yeah. <laughs> she graduated high school. She graduated from Salem High School also, um, 1970 or something like that. So it was just a couple of years after that that she was coming in here all the time. Wow. So it's been her a long time. She knew the owners, before, you know, the An- Angelakis, I think, was owning it at the time. So It was fun um, reading about the Martha Brailsford mm-hmm. uh, research because that was when the jail was yeah. just next, or the, sorry, the police station was just next door. And I remember reading that newspaper reporters would be out trying to catch people as they went into Reds and ask them, you know, for like the the perspective of the man on the street, like, tell us about what's going on, you know, yeah. what have you heard so far? Do you yeah. know anything about the Martha Brailsford case? And I can only imagine the amount of like police officers that came through here. It just would have been such a bustling. Fact, I can see like the police force like living. In yeah. Here. I've heard two stories about the police force and then they'd see the person they arrested the night before all having kind of breakfast at what? the same time because hey, they get out of there, they come in here for a cup of coffee. So, That's I mean, great. I've heard a lot well, I guess of stories if you post that bail way. there. Yeah. And the guy gets off his night shift. Yes, exactly. It's, you know, 8 a.m. for both of you, and you're like, let's. Yeah, and everyone's in here. That's yeah. great. And when I first started working here, we had a, a woman named jo- Joyce that was working here, and she had worked when it was one counter. And she was the only waitress, and they used to call the orders in in front of everybody. So, I mean, ever since I've worked here, we've always had the history. I've had the history from personally being here, but knowing the people that have come in here. And, I mean, that's kind of feels like a stewardship that you're taking care of the building while you're owning it. Wow. Yeah. It's like a, I mean, classic, iconic, like small town. It is. It is. Story. That's the great thing about Salem is that it's small town kind of big town at the same time we have a big city but we have all these tourists too that come in and people who leave and come and go and know you know they come here once a year and mm-hmm. they still this is where they head so that's the amazing thing about no it's being here amazing uh you see on, i don't know if you're on part of any like the the, the salem facebook page mm-hmm. groups um all the tourists are wonderful uh 
but like so often, like I go like every year, I come, I go do this thing. Yeah. Almost always, right? It's like I come every year. We go my family, yeah. pancakes, uh, whatever the case may be. But so often, like oh, that's like my go-to every yeah. day. Yeah, and, and it, it is great. And then sometimes you're like, oh, this could be this person's one meal in Salem. So you know, it's good to have that pressure, and also you feel like a lot of responsibility too. But that's a good thing. One thing I love about this place, it reminds me because I'm from Michigan, so the Midwest. This gives me Midwest vibes. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a very small town diner feel. Yeah, and I that's, love it. That's the great thing is we have people who come in here every day, and we know them. And then we also have the tourists that comes in here, and we might be like I said, their only stop in Salem. So we feel just a good responsibility between the regulars and the people who are only here for the day. Speaking of tourists, do you have any tourist horror stories? That you're like legally allowed to share. I'm sure there's. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't say we really have horror stories. I think the great, one of the great things is we're kind of the girls that work here, our waitresses and our men that work here. We're also tour guides a little bit as much as we need to be. So we encourage them to really know a little bit about Salem because we get asked so many questions. Um, People never believe us when they see a line down the street. You know, they'll call and say, oh, how long is the wait? And we'll say, you know, 15, 20 minutes. And they're like, no, it's not. You know, so that's the only thing is we're always trying to convince people, come in, come in. You know, don't be scared by the lines. Don't it's be a quick scared turnover. by anything. Yeah, I yeah. mean. Yeah, you guys are, like, a little disturbingly good. <laughs> efficient. <laughs> yeah. I get that comment all the time from people. They'll say, we watch you guys. You're like a machine. So that's a great thing. But I think everybody leaves here feeling that they had some great attention. I mean, we have a great staff. So um, from the back of the house to the front of the house, we all try to take care of everybody, whether they're here all the time or one time and we'll never see them again. I always tell folks, your food's going to be hot and it's probably going to get to you within like five to 10 minutes. Which that is the one thing that people always say, Oh my God, this was here too fast. They're like (laughs) almost a little scared. Like we knew their order before they sat down. (laughs) Like, were, were you prepping this yes. already? And I always say, well, it is yeah. Salem. It's right. It's a little psychic. There's some magic back there. Yes. <laughs> magic in the kitchen. But, yeah, no horror stories, I wouldn't say. We've never really had any. We're lucky we don't have the nighttime yeah. aspect to deal with. So when we get them, they're bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, ready to see Salem. And whatever happens after that, we don't. Participate. Yeah, you throw your hands up and you're like, have at <laughs> we it. We may serve them their first mimosa of the day and that's it. <laughs> yeah, who, who can be angry getting breakfast? Exactly. So we tend not to have any, no horror stories. I feel bad for other places in Salem. I'm sure they do have some. Oh, yes. I yes. think everyone's given us some pretty good ones. So. I feel like if you're, what do you guys close at one? We close at three every three, day okay. and one on Sundays. Okay. So we've got them at the beginning. I was going to say, if you close by three, like, you're not... Yeah, we're not seeing yeah. anybody at their worst. We're seeing them at their best. Or that's, they're hungover. <laughs> Which us. you make them happy yes. by bringing them food. Exactly. We, we get them at the eight, nine yeah. o'clock at night. Oh, <laughs> yeah. See? Yeah, I'm sure you guys have a totally different story than we do. Yep. That's why I come here every other day. <laughs> to soothe so my, yes. my sanity. <laughs> Um, So no crazy tourist stories. How about some ghostly encounters? The building itself dates back to 1698, so... We definitely have something upstairs, for sure. And we actually, every person who's worked here has felt it or seen it. What? And we actually just hired a new guy in the back who, he came down on, I think, Friday, and he said, I was upstairs and I saw something out of the corner of my eye pass by me. And all the girls that were with him said, oh, yeah. And 
And he wow. was like freaked out. And he's like, what do you mean? And, and they were like, yeah, that's standard thing upstairs. So you have like space upstairs for the restaurant? Yes, we do. Well, I was say, well what is upstairs? this entire, bu- I mean, this building, um, there's uh, two apartments upstairs. Oh, and wouldn't then, that be a dream? And then, yeah, I know. And I'd, then I'd the upstairs we have, you know, all of our storage and everything. And we've all encountered just something walking by you. It's always out of the corner of your eye. Nothing's been moved. Nothing's, it's, whatever it is, is very friendly. That's so creepy. Yeah, but every single person who's worked here has encountered it at one time or another. And I don't think anyone ever talks about Reds being haunted, so. No, nobody does, but I would have a hard time believing in 1698 that there wouldn't be something. Right. Especially knowing this whole area, what it used to be like and. Wow. What was around here at the time? It would be hard to believe. Are you? I escaped it. I'm assuming you're a believer in ghosts, then. Oh, I definitely believe in energy that stays with a building, whether mm-hmm. it manifests as something that can hurt you or not. I don't know, but I. How could you not? Right. Something hold. Buildings hold things. Good times, bad times, whatever it is. But and this building has certainly seen a lot. Yeah, it has, and we've had a lot of people who've been here. I mean, when I first started working here, I worked for the Drivas family, so they were always here all the time. There's been lots of families before that. The building was a bunch of other things before that too. So there's, it's upstairs. It's up. At least it doesn't come downstairs <laughs> no. too often. It's friendly, so that's good. <laughs> Does, doesn't want breakfast. No. Maybe it's like a dinner ghost. <laughs> Poor guy. Never, never, gets, never served dinner here. Yes. <laughs> so we are drinking out of our Red's coffee cups. Um, Red's coffee. Do, do you drink coffee? I do. How do you take it? Um, I like a little cream in mine. I'm kind of a cheater with the Splenda and everything else. But I do like uh, sugar every once in a while. But we started, we got actually started a new Red's Blend Coffee mm-hmm. um, when we took over with a place in PVD called Caputo Coffee. Mm-hmm. So they blended it just for us. Oh, great. Um, what is it? Fabulous. It's, it's a very big secret. Oh, okay. okay. See, okay. You can't. <laughs> Well, I don't know. This is like the KFC recipe. You can't know. They roasted like three or four different kinds for us, for us to taste. And then the one that we chose is the Red's Blend. So we actually sell it here in the restaurant as our everyday coffee. And you can take it home with you, which is great. Um, Are these changes that you guys made? They are changes that we made. They had approached me before um, about white labeling something. And then once we bought it, it was kind of a no brainer. We wanted to do that. We're a diner, so mm-hmm. it's a tricky situation that you want everyone to like your coffee. Some people are like very dark roast, some people like light, so you got to find kind of a, you know, a happy medium for everybody. But we liked this roast, we thought it had a little bit more body, so. And now people can buy their coffee mugs so i i own one i bought one like the first day when i came in i saw you could take it home it's like absolutely we changed um our logo a couple years ago to include a witch back on it because when they had um started the other three the the witch kind of disappeared and but it was was, originally there it was originally there when um we and so i had them work on that logo with including the witch back in because the one from like the 80s had that like state of massachusetts with the witch on it nice yeah and i wanted to include that because when people come here that's what they want so it's actually a revival of the original yes yeah i appreciate it even more now yeah so you know when they opened the other two that's what they wanted was they you know kind of wanted a 
regular logo, which I totally not understand. A, not but a Salem. And they're not in Salem. No, no. But that's what people want when they come to Salem. They want something that's like Give the people what they want. Yeah, exactly. They want the sold a lot more doing that. What are, what are these ones? Those are, you know, the logo that they kind of went to okay. um, when they started to do the other ones. So, um, but we have the other one up there that we sell. Very so, cool. So best place for coffee in town? Do you have a preference? I, I try to, we literally try to support every place in Salem. And it, I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but I mean, I mean, I'm here all the time. So rarely do I go out for coffee, but I like to go to Jaho. I like to go to Odmeter. I like to go, um, I haven't been to the wolf store yeah um but when we go out to dinner we we support all the places in salem and stuff and i've kind of become a little bit of a tea drinker oh (laughs) are you you shopping next door yes we like (laughs) to support them too so i mean we really do like to support all the businesses in salem because it doesn't help us if they're not doing well either right so it's it's what we try to do i mean it's a community. It is fair, a community. We should start asking about tea as well. Cause there's yeah. Like there's some places. great tea places. Yeah. 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 And um, tea is really an art form, I will say. I mean, not that coffee isn't either, but tea is definitely well, an art form. Well, tea is like, you know, grind it, drink it, or yeah. filter it, drink it. My brother worked for Jilly Tea for a long time. so They he, have like yes. measures and <laughs> Oh, yeah. He's made me some crazy uh, mixtures and stuff like that, so... Yeah. Do you ever like fight because you were the coffee? Just, no. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wish I could tell you a better story, <laughs> but no. <laughs> so we were talking about the the witch, and everyone's yeah. here for the witch, and the witch and the witch Salem. Yeah. But do you have a favorite witch or wizard? Like a real one or real? Fake? Okay. Uh, well, uh, when I was little, Lori Cabot was. I would see her at the grocery store, and for me, that was crazy. I would see this woman in black with, like, this long black hair and she, uh-huh. with her daughters and everything, and it's just, like, I can remember seeing her just, like, staring at her, thinking, oh, my God, like, she's here. So, for me, that's kind of iconic Salem. Um, well, she is. She is iconic, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you know, and obviously I've watched Salem change over the years. I mean, it really was just Lori Cabot for the longest time, and now you have people come to see these same people every year or they do stuff on the internet and everything but she had such an amazing like allure without all that stuff and when I moved um, to Nevada I had in my room I still had that picture which is hard to find now but it's her walking down the street and on Chestnut Street with like this mist all around her and she's just got this black cape and it's from her behind and I just that was always the most iconic thing to me was Lori Cabot it's hard to find the poster but it's if you can we'll you track can find it down. images online yeah and that's it's her cool. I'll, I'll try to find one but um, it's just it's this amazing picture that I had in my po- uh, poster I had in my room for the longest time and that to me is Salem I still think about it, Salem. I mean, Lori Cabot, Chestnut Streets. Chestnut Street, yeah. Lori Cabot, <laughs> and we have, uh, you know, we have witches and like um, the wizards that come in here, and we support every. I mean, there's nobody that we don't support. People ask us all the time, "Who should I go to?" You know, we tell them things about different people, um, but to me, that's Salem, and I'll never get over that part. So I always. When people ask me my favorite, I just say Lori Cabot. <laughs> I love that. Most people have like, I don't know, I'm trying to think back to my bedroom when I was younger, like having like posters of Aaron Carter or something. But 
Yeah, Lori yeah, Cabot. I, mean, I can just remember I seeing love her it. at the grocery store. Like, that just blew my mind. I knew she was, a, you know, I mean, we'd go by Crow Haven's Corner and see the Black House. And, uh-huh. you know, you'd go in there and crystals and everything. And then you'd see her at the grocery store. That was just like, crazy. And she was just the same. Yeah, she yep. was there. Yeah, and it was just, like, in front of you. And she was with her daughters and doing normal It's probably things. what most people feel like when they come to Salem. It's probably that. Yeah. Like, it's something that, like, it's not even real. And they get here and you're like, oh, my gosh. And that, that was when Salem was so different, too. Yeah. I mean, when I was little, I can remember. It was not like this. So it's been nice. I mean, I didn't live here, ever, you know, all the time, but seeing how much it's changed, how much it's grown, mm-hmm. and how different it is now. Because it certainly wasn't like this when I was little. <laughs> no. Nope, and we know it just gets busier and busier every year. Yes, it does. I mean, my grandparents built a house here. My mom lives in the house my grandparents built. We live right around the corner from her. So we've seen it. And, I mean, when she was little, this was not a thing at all. Like, they did not talk about it just wasn't a thing, tourism like this. They, they, you know from all the stuff you did, they did a lot to suppress it right, and get rid of it. So, But, again, this kind of reminds me of like that small-town vibe. Like, yeah. Reds is untouched by time, Yeah, untouched by the tourism. That's the great thing and just makes you feel like you have to be a steward of it for the time you have it. And we want it to keep going. And what better person to carry the torch than someone who's born and raised and well, has I seen mean, it I change? Feel very lucky in that way. And to know Salem, I mean, it's great because we know what's going on in Salem too. So on weekends when like the food truck festival is here, I'll say, okay, we know we're going to have extra, you know, people in town or if something's going on at the museum or, you know, this winter when they had like the igloo, you know, fire and ice thing going on. So it's nice to know those things and not be caught off guard because you're coming in from a different place every day. Do you have a, a favorite event that happens here? Um, I mean, it's hard not to always pick Halloween, right? I, well, well, you, <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't pick Halloween. <laughs> She'd pick the food truck festival, which is what when you said that. I, I mean, like, I really enjoyed that they did that. I thought that was a great idea. Um, and I do think they've done a, a really good job of picking other th- times of the year, too, and st- to just focus on instead of just Halloween. Um, the Maritime Festival, I kind of have to be partial to because my mom is a uh, head park ranger here in Salem. Oh. Um, so she runs the visitor center and, you know, she's very involved with that. So I definitely lean towards a lot of Maritime. And the I think the um, National Guard, when yep. we do the, you know, that day, I think that's, that's great. That's, and that's Saturday, Sunday? Yeah, and so many people don't even know that the Salem's the birthplace of the National Guard. <laughs> I mean, that's a great thing besides, you know, all the witch stuff so there's so much more history here there is and you know we try to tell people that too when they come in because we'll get a lot of questions like we're here for two hours what should we do (laughs) don't you love uh, you know I so I used to work at a bar in town Salem Beer Works okay you know rest in peace um (laughs) but as you were mentioning your staff has to act as like a makeshift tour guide people ask you all the time time. and of course you want to be accommodating it doesn't you know it's nice for the tips too if you give them some good pointers they'll they'll you know repay you in other ways but uh you know there's just so much there is so much and we try to tell them obviously the i know where people are here mainly is because of which you know history but there's so many other things I try to tell them about, you know, looking into. Because, I mean, the Peabody sisters alone, I mean, you could do, like, hours and hours on that. We're, I mean, yep. we're planning on it. We're, we're <laughs> literally planning They're on the it. the Bronte sisters of, you know, this area. <laughs> yep. And just that. their story alone is amazing. 
So we try to tell them about other things too. I know what people want to look like, look at, but we try to tell them about Pickering Wharf and the friendship and heading down to that area. Well, it's hard when people are like, oh, like what's the best thing to do in Salem? Yeah. And I'm always like, I don't know what you like. Exactly. You know, like if if eighteen. Uh, 18- Hundreds literature is your thing. Mm-hmm. Go see House of Seven Gables, right? right. Uh, if like you like the witch trials, but you're not really like, he, there's different museums you could pick. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you're like, well, I, there's the Peabody Essex Museum. There's right. just shopping. There's reds. There's all sorts of things. It's yeah, like you can't. We tend to use kind of the trolley as like the go-to yep. just for a lot Love of people because it. it's gives you a good overview of everything and they get down to the willows that that's what we tell them to and you get on and off so that's, yeah. that's you, when people are like what's like the off the beaten path thing i'm like well it's salem or like one square mile right uh, <laughs> but salem willows yeah a lot of people don't get down there the history yeah. down there alone is amazing so you talked a little bit about your favorite event, um, Halloween, but what would you say is like your favorite thing about Salem, about the city in general? I mean, when I come down to it is the history, because for me, you can feel it everywhere and you can see it everywhere. Um, you can see the, the new, I mean, obviously like people don't always consider that as history, but it is, it leaves its mark and you can feel the old. I mean, I know Salem sometimes struggles between people who have lived here a long time, who are very set in their ways and don't like change, and the people who are new to the area and just want to, you know, celebrate the new things, which is great. Um, So it's, I see the balance of both because it might, like I said, my grandparents built a house here. They lived here a long time. My grandfather was a firefighter here. My uncle was a firefighter here. Um, My mom went to school here. Um, We went to school here until fifth grade and then we moved and then came back. So I've seen it in all different kind of, I feel like, aspects. Um, So I feel lucky in that way. But that's probably my favorite thing of Salem. And then also, there's still people here that you see every day. It still has that small town vibe. You see the same faces. But with the big city, I mean, we have so many great restaurants in Salem. We have so many things to see and do that a lot of places don't have. I mean, the PBD Essex Museum is great, and some of the art that comes through there is amazing. And so we get all of that stuff. We get the maritime thing. We get the history, the witch trials, and new people. At the pound? Which one? The opened last week. I haven't been, I haven't seen that one yet, no. (laughs) But it's funny to, because when I was little, the PBD Essex Museum ended at the um, old, like the East India Hall. Yeah, yeah. So to see the whole expansion, I mean, when we went in there, that was the end of it. <laughs> so to see all the stuff like what the, that they built and everything is great. So you, you went in there when you were a kid? Oh yeah. Okay. We did, used to go there all the time. Did you see? <laughs> did you see the human, uh, the, the shrunken heads? Yes, and the <laughs> the the, the um, stretch out penguin. Did yeah, you well, wait, yep, he's yes. still up the, there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the, the <laughs> They've penguin. taken the, the heads shrunken, away. The shrunken heads. We we did see. Yes. We're going to be talking about those hopefully soon. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's on our list. Some of the things, but yeah, it's uh, someone was saying that the pen was like, "Oh, we don't, we don't have those. We don't do that." Oh, no, they do. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. You can confirm. I think it's down where the papers are that they always said they didn't have. Yeah, <laughs> with Blackbeard's <laughs> skull. <laughs> Which you know, I'm glad they they did um, put those out um, last last year or the year before. Last year um, was a smaller exhibit, two, 
COVID. I have no idea. Like th- three I know. years ago now. I feel like the, it's been a couple of yeah. years of fog, so I kind of lose time too. But I was glad they put those out um, because it's nice to see. It's been like a dream to get in here and record. And I don't know if you heard on one of our earlier episodes, I had made it a goal to get on this placemat that we're looking at. Yeah, I so saw the, you guys on there. The fact that we can, can come in and get breakfast and coffee and see it you know, on the Reds placemat, it's pretty yeah, we, exciting. We got this last quarter or the first quarter of this year. So we came New Year's Day, right? Maybe. Or maybe the day before. Yeah, somewhere around there. As yeah. soon as we heard it, it was on, we yeah. came right in. I'm going to frame one of these. Yeah. Well, and you can see, too, that's where we changed from the old one. Yep. Which actually is one of the too. old ones where we had just the drawing of the house. And we changed to the new logo and kind of changed it up a little it looks, bit. Looks fancy. Yeah. I love it. But and that's one of the great things, too, is getting to meet all the tour guides and other things like that. Because sometimes I feel like... A, Especially in October, we're all so busy. Yeah. But it's nice to know each other in the other months. Definitely. Yeah. We've, it's uh, what are those, what's Destination Sale? It's a five-season city. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it keeps getting longer. Yeah. <laughs> when people ask me, oh, how's Halloween? I'm like, well, Halloween's about two to three months or two <laughs> months. And then now it feels like it's three months. So. Yep. Is it, what, what, September? September. September yeah. yeah. to... <laughs> November. <laughs> well, this year no. especially because the weather in the first two weeks was just stunning. Oh, I know. And that's that's one of the things that we I always feel bad when you can see. Um, obviously, social media has a big influence on everybody. And especially women coming in to take their fall pictures for their yeah. Instagram, you can tell. <laughs> and they've got the big sweaters on, the big felt hats <laughs> and everything. It's like 80 degrees outside, and we're like, oh, no. <laughs> They're going to hate this. No, They're not going to enjoy gets, this day. <laughs> probably get so many of those in here. We do. And we, you know, it'll be, I mean, you know, in September, even October, you can have 75-degree days. And yep. People are just not ready for it. They think or it's going it to be a crisp 60, do- 60 degrees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A couple years ago, we had snow on October. Yeah. Or uh-huh. on Halloween. Yeah. Day. Yeah. That was when we had the tent still outside. That was 2020. Yep. We had the tent outside. I remember eating in that. (laughs) It's great. It was great. Took up a lot of room out there, though. Yeah. It was fun. I I enjoyed the outdoor dining that we got because of COVID. We enjoyed it, too. um, But for us, it just didn't work long term. We just moved so quick that in our kitchen would be able to handle it. That was for us. So, speaking of of your kitchen, guys, do, do you have a favorite menu item here? I mean, our pancakes are always the ones that people, you know, do talk about most, but our hash is pretty famous. We make it in-house, and it's we make it by hand. We do every part of it. Um, it's a recipe that John Drebus, the previous owner, had had, so we just continue with it. Um, we, I really, do, I do the breakfast specials, so I really try to play up, and we do different fun names for things. I have something named for my grandfather on there, and I name things after different things, like people in Salem who mean something. We had a Wayne Milner plate a, lot, a couple of months ago, and he's a Salem high school kid who went on to play in the NFL for the Redskins at the time. Oh, wow. That's wow. what they were. So um, so we try to name things after people in Salem, too, and give a little historical thing about it so people get a little extra taste since this is one of their kind of main stops in Salem. They don't even know they're getting a little history. Yeah, lesson. exactly, and they kind of get to read a little thing. But, yeah, so we try to play up on some different names and stuff. But 
A lot of Benedicts. Yeah. I mean, our Benedicts are great. Doesn't Bora have a Benedict on? Bora usually does on, yeah. on Halloween. We do something with Bora. We either do a drink or we do a, um, you know, food item. This last year we did an avocado Benedict. <laughs> Makes sense. Yes. With the green. <laughs> yes. I love walk, uh, watching her walk through here in full costume. Oh, it is yes. just great. One of our uh, best things we did this year, is, and I filmed her, was um, she was our hostess for a little bit. As you Are can you imagine. kidding? <laughs> For about 10 minutes. and That's great. Different. She can get away with saying all the things you want to say to people in a funny way. You know, so she's calling people with beards Grizzly Adams and this <laughs> and that. So it was great. It was great. We love when she comes in here. Love that. Yeah. She's one of my favorite people to, to pass on the street. Uh, always has an unpleasant word for, for you. And gets away with it, <laughs> yeah. with a smile. And everyone goes, oh, here, love that. You they get all, day. Yep, they get all the warm, fuzzy <laughs> feelings from it. And then you say, I wish I could say that stuff. Yep. <laughs> You're not, no one's Bora. <laughs> no one is Bora, yep. So pancakes are, are your top and then, and then Pancakes, just because they're so large and people are always excited. But the hash, I mean, we make our own Benedict sauce from scratch every day. So um, everything we make is from scratch. Um, but a lot of people would be surprised. Just they like the comfort of two eggs, bacon, and some toast. And for all the kind of, you know, we try to put in different specials and everything. And obviously they do very well, but just that alone. And we have some people who come in for the same thing every day. And they come in every day for the exact same thing. And it's nice to be able to serve that for them. I usually switch it up. Depends on the day. Sometimes yeah. they get French toast. Sometimes they get an omelet. Sometimes do the two eggs. I'd be surprised how many people that come in here, too, are like, no, no menu. No menu. I know what Whoa. I'm Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Regular. They're, like, they offended. Wanna, yeah. They almost <laughs> like, you don't know my... My order, How dare yeah. You? <laughs> and then of course the one time you're like, oh, wait, we, and they're like, that's not I'll take what I wanted today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean we have waitresses. We have a couple of waitresses who've been here for 20, 30 years, so they know everybody's order before they even sit down. So, and that's comforting to people too. So if you had to pick pancakes, French toast, or waffles, personally, I mean I like French toast, and we have <laughs> Sarah too. We have a French toast that I actually named after my mom um, called Lulu's French toast, and it has cheesecake filling on the top of it. And it's really good, yeah, with fruit. So, very good. That's, that's what I would pick. That's a lot. <laughs> yes. I'm a French toast girl myself. How about you, Jeffrey? Waffles. Okay. Fair. I used to, back in the day, uh, make waffles uh, at my father's guest house when I was like... Twelve, maybe, like for the guests, like every Sunday morning, we'd like make waffles. I feel fun. like breakfast is one of those things where it always draws back on a memory yeah, of yeah. some kind versus any other meal. It's like either I can remember making eggs with my grandmother, or I can remember, you know, flipping pancakes with my dad or something. It's always something that draws on, for some reason, breakfast, I feel like. That's one thing we hear a lot in uh. here. I don't think I'd ever thought of that. Again, breakfast is just the best. <laughs> Personally, it's my favorite meal of the day. So. It is mine, too, and I love having it for dinner. feels like you're doing something wrong. Yes. Right? You're like, ooh. That's <laughs> Being a little naughty. Yeah. I'm having breakfast for dinner. <laughs> so do you have any advice to give our listeners? To, that are coming to Salem? Um, it can be anything. Life ooh, advice, yeah, coming to Salem. Oh, yeah, that's probably a good idea <laughs> since you are a seasoned vet. Well, one of our... 
first life advice, I would say, is one of our f- most popular signs in here, which I do all like the chalkboards and everything else, is, and people take pictures of it all the time, is um, all you need is love and a good cup of coffee. And I think that is a true statement because you can be kind of sluggish out of it and you have coffee. And even if it's not the strongest coffee in there, there's just something about the combination just kind of like wakes you up. So that's what I would say about life advice. And when you're coming to Salem, what I try to tell people is be open to more than just the witch trial stuff because there is so much like history that also connects to the witch trials. I mean, if we didn't have the maritime things here, bringing people to this area, the witch trials would never have happened. They happened here because there was a very diverse group of people. And whatever your thoughts on why they happened or not, it happened here because of that. So explore Salem a little bit more than just that, because there's so much here. I also have to say on my tours that it's like, yes, yeah, so many people come here for the witch trials, but the city that you love, and people are like, oh my God, I love the brick and the buildings. Yeah. I was like, that has absolutely nothing to do with the reason why you came here. Exactly. The city that you love is you know, because of the maritime history, mm-hmm. because of the Great Age of Sail, arguably partly because of the fire, because of so many other things, and cool, you came here to learn about that, but you fell in love with something else. Exactly. I mean, one of my favorite places in Salem is actually down in the Willows, just because of the name, Dead Horse Beach. Oh, yeah. And when when you find the history about it and tell people, they're like, really? It's just bizarre. I mean, there were other things that happened here in Salem. I mean, you know, that's why we try to encourage people, you know, go on the trolley, see the other things, grab a tour, you know, because they'll tell you all the stuff, too. So... Just more to see. And come here for the witch stuff. Of course, that's very interesting. But stay for the other thing. <laughs> and <laughs> and then, for breakfast. Yes, exactly. And then fall in love. And then move here. <laughs> yeah. Which I feel like a lot of people have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I know you guys had asked, too, about if I live in Salem. I do, obviously. I kind of mentioned that. But we live over by Galshold. Just, you know, like Oh, so area. you're in a, a kind of a hot spot there. We are. Yeah, we are. We see the... The activity around Halloween and everything, obviously Proctor's Ledge, controversial in some ways with certain people around there, but but you're just far enough away from like the city center to get rid, yes. like get yeah. escape some of the craziness. Exactly, and that's where my grandparents built their house. So, yep, we're right around the corner from my mom. I can only imagine what it must have looked like when they built their house there. It is. It, it is weird to see. Yeah, and then obviously that area had a lot of, like, Flintan was uh-huh. there. Like, the factories were there and stuff, so it was very different looking. What? Must have been after. Well, some of that area, so across from where my grandparents built the house, was kind of a uh, place where they, a lot of water was dumped. Let's okay. put it that way. So, and I don't think it was clean 100%. So. <laughs> well, from all the Which, factories and everything, like the, the waste yeah. water coming out of all the tanning and all mm-hmm. the whatever else, yeah. Well, and then, the, you know, you have the water, the canals that come up there, which is why they discovered Proctor's Ledge uh, was where it was because the earliest writings, they said they saw her family go and cut her down but came out of the water. So that's right where that area was. Um, and it's just, it's a different area in Salem. That's the one thing about Salem is there's so many different areas. When you only stay downtown, you have no idea, you know, what Witchcraft Heights looks like or, you know, that or there's, the willows. yeah, or like that there's kind of hilly areas with a lot of rocks and, you know, Winter Salem Island. looks, exactly. Salem looks so different in so many places. Yeah, people like, like I don't tend to, someone I'll talk about like sort of between stops on my tour, somebody's just start talking to, to, to some of the people and 
they'll just ask, oh, like, how big is Salem? Like, da, da, da. And I was like, it's actually, like, if you go, like, a mile that way, we have a university and yeah. a hospital. Have no idea. Uh, there's a Walmart, a Target, and they look at me like, what? They expect like, everything to look, like, down here. Yeah, yeah. Like, like little no, no, brick buildings. Whole, like, yeah. I say normal. You know, we have high schools, we have playgrounds. We yeah. Have People asked me the other day, "Where do you guys have like schools here?" Because <laughs> they didn't see any. Oh but no! For the longest time, I tell people, you know, the mascot of the high school is a witch, and they're yeah. like, "What?" They even want stuff like that because they they can't believe that it's a witch and it's called the witches and there's people that go to school there and live there like, like when yeah, I lived we're on a the normal west town. coast. Yeah, we lived on the west coast. People were like you were born there. People live there? I'm like, like yeah. The people who like think it's like <laughs> Disneyland and none of us yes. live here is shocking. Yes. You're like, no, you, you see the shops on Essex Street. The, those are apartments. Uh, but people raise kids here. We live here. We, we go pay taxes. Well, and then there's so many people that are in Witchcraft Heights that don't come, don't even come down, down here. here. So it's it, it, that is the one thing about, you know, you have dualities in Salem, which is great, too, because I think it creates an environment that people care about different things, which is good. Yeah. Even, like, I know some Salem State alumni, and uh, one one girl who I know, like, did the school thing and never came down here. She's like, I came down here, like, a couple times, but she wasn't, like, invested in the arts and culture. Yeah. Um, but she has since come back and sort of more fall in love with that. And I was like, how did you go to school? <laughs> That's that not far away. <laughs> yeah. She was all, like, you know, study and sport or whatever. Yeah. She was like, I just didn't come downtown. I was like, yeah. Okay. But then same thing with sports teams and stuff. You know, they have a whole sports over there that a lot of people don't know. Yeah. They have a basketball team. People are like, they do? <laughs> yeah, we so. are a normal town. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So with normal coffee shops. Exactly. Diners. Or sandwich shops, sorry. <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> sandwich shop is kind of deceiving in a way. Oh, it is, like 100%. I always forget it's Red's Sandwich Shop. Yeah. But, but it's it's not. I mean, it is. I know. It it. Was called that for so long because that's I was what they say, did. You can't change it now. No, and they did think about maybe changing it to some, you know, different. Like Red's diner, at one point. Were you thinking? Diner, or even when um, the previous owner had bought those other two, he called them Red's Kitchen and Tavern because they're open at night, oh. and he for a little bit played on it. But even as you know, they thankfully didn't do it because it's just it'd be too weird. Yeah, yeah. No, it's. Yeah, it would be too weird. But you do have good sandwiches. We have great sandwiches, and we have, I mean, people are always surprised at our lunch. I mean, we have pastas. We have um, I got specials. I mean, we have tilapia tacos right now, which are great. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of lunch things. And some people who come in here, and it's totally fine, but some people who come in here would never even imagine getting lunch here. Because it's, for them, it's about the breakfast, breakfast, breakfast. I mean, breakfast is still probably about 70 80%, no matter what we're doing all day. I got macaroni and cheese here once. Bit of a mistake. <laughs> and the, the waitress was like, I think it was regular or large. And I was yeah. like, Oh, because it was huge. Because it's huge. It was huge. It's huge. It's for like three days. Oh, I got yeah. three. And I eat like a lot. And I love mac and cheese. I eat like three straight meals out of that. Well, even the sandwiches are ginormous. I mean, you know, even breakfast. Like we obviously don't, we don't shy away from, but yeah. the, especially lunch. I mean, they're large portions. So you're good for three days. 
at a, at a minimum. Yeah. <laughs> I always warn people when they come here, like, you're going to have leftovers. Yes. And only order one pancake. Yes. That's what we warn them to. So we but sometimes they don't her. listen. No, they don't. I love when I'm sitting here and I can hear someone order pancakes and they're asked how many you want. They're like, three, full stack. And they're like, no, but are you sure? They're, they're huge. And they're like, yeah, I'm hungry. It's fine. And then they get the pancakes and they're like, um... <laughs> They eat like a quarter. It's funny because we have this guy, um, he comes every year from, he's from Maryland and I don't, I can't remember his name now, but he runs the marathon and he comes here as his after. Yeah. And he comes here as his after and his last time he was here, he did his most, which was eight. (gasps) And when I tell you, he is probably the thinnest person you've ever seen, but that was his after meal. Eight and he, Yeah, he just keeps bringing, he orders three at a time, and then he'll order the next one, and then order the next, and he got through eight last time. That was well, his he'll goal. he'll be here next week. Yes. Right? <laughs> and he is one of the thinnest person you've ever seen in your life, but he comes every time, and he's I like his girlfriend, and she just sits there, you know, she orders her meal, and then she just kind of sits there and finishes watching him eat. I feel like next Monday I want to pop. Just <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah. I, I really can't, I can't fathom either. that. I can't either. It's a lot. It is a lot. Do you have like a weight measurement on that? Just like <laughs> out of curiosity? Do you know like how it much? It probably goes through a whole like the way we keep them. We keep them in a poor thing. It probably goes through a whole batter mix. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. That's both so. like amazing and a little disturbing. It is. But, you know, we're always look forward. Ah, oh, you're here. You know, so that, that's the fun part too is not only we see our regulars every day but the people who we see once a year and we have different waitresses that remember them for whatever reason it's nice oh here's pancake guy. yeah oh pancake guy's <laughs> back <laughs> i love it yeah well thank you so so much kelly this was an honor to thank sit down you with you um just with your connections to salem to reds in general and to learn about your progression from hostess to yeah. owner is just uh, inspiring to say the least. Yeah, it's definitely sort of, uh, I say the dream. I, I don't know, you know, like. It is. To, to, to really go through and, and then to, to have enough and, and, and to do enough and to love something enough to then make that like, your life, your passion, and, and uh, respect it as much as I do. Yeah, I mean, I definitely obviously love Reds. I've been here for 10 years and I love seeing different people all the time. And, you know, the great thing about being in a restaurant industry is whenever you want to celebrate something, people come to eat. Birthdays, engagements, anniversaries, whatever it is. So we get to celebrate all that stuff with people. We see little kids who started off as babies and now they're teenagers and we're still getting to see that. So it's great to be in this industry, especially in a small town like this. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, but we get the great aspect of people from all over the world coming in too. So it's really, it really is nice. It is very the, nice. the watering hole of Salem. Yes. And we're, we're very lucky because a lot of people recommend us, too. So when they ask, you know, they'll ask, oh, my tour guide told us to come here. Or I was in As the me. shop up the street. <laughs> like, where should we go? So we feel very lucky, too, that so many people, you know, trust us enough to recommend us. And we hope that everybody that comes in here has a very good experience. Very cool. Well, listeners, if you haven't been to Reds, what are you doing? Get here next time you come to Salem because you will not regret it. Thanks for listening. See you later.